Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first podcast of The Shattered Mirror. This is Vanessa and Chris, and we are here today with our peers, Chantelle, Anna, and Kevi, to discuss the experience of burnout, which I'm sure many people have had experience with. A simple definition of burnout would be a lack of motivation, but to say burnout is just a lack of motivation is an oversimplification. Up until now, there is still no officially accepted definition of burnout from experts. Originally, the American psychologist Herbert Frudenberger first used the term burnout to describe the consequences of severe stress and high ideals in helping professions. The term is associated with symptoms like exhausted, listless, or unable to cope. But nowadays, the term burnout can be applied to anyone whose experience results from highly stressful situations. Burnout has a lot of shared symptoms with other mental disorders like depression and anxiety disorder, so it is necessary for one to consult with medical experts before concluding under a burnout experience to receive appropriate treatments. Prior to COVID, burnout was already common among college students, especially pre-health students. But the pandemic has taken the burnout experience to a next level. It has limited the opportunities, freedom, and in-person interactions that college students otherwise would have had. The pandemic has made the already challenging academic environment even more challenging through isolation. Vanessa, do you want to share your experience with burnout in COVID time? For me personally, my first remembered experience with burnout was when quarantine just started. And after returning to China from the US, I was trying to adjust to online learning while being at home again under the control of my parents, as well as the tension when interacting with other people due to the pandemic. I procrastinated a lot and I skipped classes. I didn't want to wake up in the morning. I didn't want to talk to people. And I'm sure these feelings and experiences are shared among many, including some of our own peers who are here to share their experiences with burnout. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Kevi. Hi, I'm Chantelle. Hey guys, I'm Anna. So, how has COVID impacted your guys' feeling of burnout? Uh, for me personally, COVID has impacted my experience with burnout because as an individual, I feel like I'm very productive when I get out of the house, go do something. Um, I ha- basically have a schedule and then at the end of the day, I come back and I relax. But with COVID, you're in your house all the time and that just doesn't motivate me at all staying in one place but honestly I can't lie like I can't blame all of my burnout on COVID because I've been feeling burnt out for a really long time like I've always had this feeling that I want to break even if I do like the most minimal things like it's very hard to keep going but yeah that's the position I'm in personally. Yeah I know where she's coming from like how Kevi was saying I also feel like I shouldn't even want to take a break at all when I'm working um, or when I am taking a break that it just doesn't feel right. Because I think for me, I hold that mentality that if I'm not constantly willing and constantly excited to do nothing else except study and work and learn about health and science, that must mean that I'm just not happy on this pre-health path. Yeah, and it's also that thing like when you enjoy other things outside of academics, You can't really do it when you know that you have schoolwork waiting for you because personally, I feel really guilty if I'm like 
watching a TV show I really like, but I know I have to like watch lectures. So it's like a constant cycle of just feeling guilty when I try to do something for myself. And I know it's like good for my mental health, but it's really hard. I totally feel that, Kevi. For me, at least whenever I try to relax, I always have this fear that if I'm not doing things that I tasks that I still have left on my to-do list that I'm getting behind and that I'm not trying hard enough as a student or stuff like that. And I always, whenever I find myself trying to relax, I always have this fear of like something in the back of my mind telling me that I have to be doing something. And it kind of completely detracts from my feeling of actually relaxing. Um, an example of this is kind of um, that at one point in my life, I really enjoyed drawing portraits of my friends. And I remember one night I was drawing a portrait of my friend and I worked on it for two hours and the whole time I kept on thinking about this one assignment that I had left to do because finals were approaching. And then eventually at the end, when I finished the portrait, I realized that I did not enjoy a single minute of that activity when I should have, and that it was like a complete waste of time and that something that used to breathe humanity into me kind of didn't anymore because I had this pressure on me. Um, and just in general, burnout for me is kind of when I put a massive amount of effort into something, but I don't get the same level of reward and it's kind of like a cycle of putting in a lot of effort, a lot of effort, and then that amount of reward is not growing with it. And with that, I don't have that sense of pride and like um, relief that I'm done with the something. And then that es essentially ends up with me burning out. Yeah, I think that lack of reward for me is also very similar to how I feel like that just like if I'm always working, um, I should be happy on the pre-health path and be willing to constantly be studying and only doing health and science. But I think ironically, that mentality is exactly what leads me to burnout and what makes the path unhappy in the first place. So when I realized that just because I do enjoy doing other hobbies and looking into other personal interests and even topics that just have literally nothing to do with my science interests, which do still exist, that doesn't mean that I don't love college and learning and my classes um, and that it doesn't mean that I don't love working with health and science. Yeah, I feel like the whole idea of working really hard and not getting the reward that you want in the end really leads me to be discouraged and it doesn't make me look forward to the things that I'm learning. So it makes me doubt my career choices and my career path when I'm like rather do something else than study but I think it's really important to remind ourselves that it's okay to feel a little overwhelmed and a little checked out because at the end of the day it's really finding a balance between your personal life and your school work because we're not solely defined by just our academic success or anything like that and we really need to remind ourselves that. I definitely feel that and I just want to make it clear, like at least for myself, I always have this problem with identifying that not just your career, not just like your extracurriculars for your career, your studies for your career, your everything for your career. That's not the only thing that defines you. Obviously, like Kevin mentioned, we have our own lives and we're human, not just because we have this career. And I think it's really important to identify that um, not every, like every professional doesn't just do their profession. They have plenty of other interests in their life things that they enjoy, like their family, hobbies, other things that they're passionate about, and recognize that it's not just your career that matters, it's as a, you as a whole, and to not denny yourself that opportunity to enjoy yourself in other realms just because you think you have to be doing everything for your career. 
that's a good point you make too like health professionals even as we've all gotten to know many of them they have lives outside of work that make them human beings too and like kevy was saying um it's emotional distress too it's emotional burnout not just physical i think when i foster those outside interests myself it helps forge relationships with people around me that don't have to do with what i'm studying so i remember a couple months ago i was talking to people at my lab and they have all of these cool like awesome outside activities and interests that they do and stuff that they love to put their time into outside of their work right And the whole time I was just thinking about how for myself like when I start drawing or dancing again or even just spending some free time deep diving into random fun topics unrelated to science in the back of my mind I'm like thinking about what Kevy and Anna were saying with the guilt of not working or the fear of not succeeding. So going back to burnout, those relationships for me where we talk about so much else in life that we love to do that is what helped me rekindle the reasons why I even persist on the pre-health path in the first place with all these people around me who like gave me that unexpected perspective. So, even though I still struggle as we all do here with this, I think we need to be better at paying attention to when we feel we are really invested in, you know, not just school, not just our career, but all of our holistic interests and that it is really fulfilling. Yeah, I really like that point that Chantal made and also that Kevin and I talked about earlier that specifically all of our passions, all of our interests holistically make us who we are and it's not just our career that defines it. And I think that that's really important to recognize um, in terms of when speaking of burnout because burnout, at least for me, is when I work way too hard on one certain task that to the point that it feels mechanical and no longer brings me like joy per se. And I feel like by having a lot of diverse um, hobbies or interests um, you can always kind of fall back onto a different hobby if you get overwhelmed with like say school for example and use that to kind of revive yourself and ultimately to avoid burnout kind of a strategy that i want to leave you guys with is that this motto that i've adopted and i try to hold true to is to work hard to rest hard kind of the meaning of that has to for me is that when i do something that requires a lot of effort like I study really hard for a midterm and then when I score well for example on that midterm I should step back and give myself the credit that I actually did well on that and also give myself some sort of reward whether how small or big it is but something that kind of refreshes me fills me back up with life so that when I start a new task it doesn't feel like I'm just piggybacking off of that old effort but it's something new that I've finished something I've accomplished that that test, that test score in the midterm, and then now I'm starting out with a new task. And something else that has helped me has been journaling, um, and in particular journaling to kind of reflect on the things that I've already accomplished, say in a couple of days or in a week, and specifically the act of kind of reflecting, quantifying those things that I've accomplished has helped me feel a growing sense of reward. Um, and that essentially leads to me reviving myself and avoiding burnout. Yeah, same for me. I think what helps me appreciate the, I guess, career path that I'm on to is to really make sure that, yes, I love what I'm doing. I love what I'm studying and I love everyone that I get to work with um, in class, in lab, but to also make sure that all of us, we have something else that we love doing, something else that we can work hard on um, in our life that um, is outside of school and outside of our work that makes us fulfilled. 
because putting those things together in our life is what will give us purpose and what will remind us of the ways that we can balance everything in our life. Thank you guys for the valuable advice. Beginning to work out routinely and coming up with a regular sleep schedule is definitely helpful. But apart from that, I think it really helped to occasionally give myself a break and acknowledge the hard work that I have already put in. And adding on to what Chantal said, I think it is important to once in a while remind yourself of what is driving your passion and not forget why you are passionate about what you are passionate about. So that's all we have for you today.、Uh, thank you everyone for joining us and see you next time.